Hey guys, welcome to season two, episode three of the Creators Corner. Um, I'm here with host Mr. XGN and TSB Terror Code. Um, we have a returning guest, Victory with the K. Um, welcome back, Victory. Hey, thanks. Always glad to come on the show. Hey, Victory, how you doing? Oh, I've just been living the dream the last few days. You know, it's uh, been a, kind of an enlightening week, so I'm just you know enjoying it, doing what I can to stay busy. Okay. What uh? Oh, Corey, go ahead. You want to say something? Yeah, man. Uh, so now we're on the street. It is your victory with the K. Pause without the KSI. Yeah. So um, I am no longer a member of KSI, and you know, ironically enough, I'm now a member of KN. That was a quick transition. Nice. It's nice to have you playing for the good guys. Ah, uh, she's on the other foot now, right? <laughs> <laughs> this thing will be fun. I can't even yell at him. <laughs> yeah. you, you can yell at me, but it has to be in a loving way. Yes. I'll just ask you questions, answer them, and give the rebuttal. Ooh. Yeah, we can do that. Like the good That'd old days. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Throwback. All right. Landry, if you want to uh if you want to go ahead and start the questions, because I'm sure Corey and I are gonna have some that we're gonna jump in on. Okay. <laughs> so since we brought it up, on the previous <laughs> episode, Mr. XGN asked you a question, answered it for you, and then argued against his own answer. Do you think that he would answer that question differently today for you? Um, I think he might, if only just because context matters. Um, obviously, what you're referring to is, quote, unquote, what I said, it was impossible for me to be removed from KSI, which today, if you think about it, is still only half true. Um, so to give some background, I actually stepped down from the role of executive director or CEO for those who are not really familiar with KSI's rank structure uh, due to some of my private conversations with some consenting individuals being leaked to the public. I felt it was in my best interest to simply shut down the narrative there and step away from the community. Uh, 40 hours later, I was DNH for the same actions. And then a week after that was on DNH for the same actions. So it's been an interesting couple of developments in that regard. Well, moral of the story, I am the gaming community whisperer. That's pretty much what I'm hearing. Just... Oh, my God. You know, hit me up. I'm ready to do a show. <laughs> like, you're like Caesar the dog whisperer. What's his so he's name? He's like TLC. <laughs> yeah, so... whatever. Who, who's does it? Oh. Who does hoarders and all that weird shit? That's TLC. Yeah, that's okay. TLC. They would My 600 pound life and you know, little people, big world, all those shows can't get enough of them. So, yeah. Victory, I, I just want to clarify for the people that are listening. Some, and I, I've obviously seen screenshots. Um, I didn't think there was any, I, I mean, I didn't even agree with you having to step down. It could have been something you could have addressed. You guys could have, you know, worked through that. But you chose to take the moral high ground and step down because some private conversations you got out or you had with people got screenshotted. I mean, and they obviously had removed a lot of the things they said in the screenshots. And because you didn't want that to be the story, you, you chose to just step down and become a member of KSI. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. And 48 hours later, you were dnh Yes, that is also correct. And what was the reason you were given for being dnh um, it was provided to me that because of my willingness to participate in this type of conversation, which included members on the board of directors, uh, leadership in various levels of KSI, 
um, and just general members as well, people who we became friends with right over time. Uh, we engaged in this willingly. We didn't say anything about it. We didn't bring it up or whatever. And in our minds, it was because it was private and it had nothing to do with our conduct in a professional setting. It's a conduct in a private setting. Um, we were also under the impression when uh, .com and CAN split when Elder Poot kind of brand came into the operations director role, we kind of stabilized the idea that your personal private conduct, we will not try to use against you in some way. Um, and that started to change as the regime kind of came into effect with me being the ED and so on, but it was never explicitly said. And because I represent that particular regime and leadership, I just felt it was best to go along with it because I did represent that. And as such, I'm no better and not held accountable unlike anyone else so instead of trying to play up the narrative i just shut it down there and stepped away and when the dnh conversation happened it was much the same thing there was too much context there was too many too many screenshots it was getting out to the community and so on which i still haven't really seen evidence of that but i wasn't going to argue and dispute it because i just respected the decision and decided it was time for me to step away anyways and then they came back a week later and undNH Yes. Um, so I, to kind of clarify, when a member is DNH from KSI, they're generally banned from the Discord server, just to kind of separate them from the general community population, which nothing wrong with that, especially if you have someone who's like making threats or sexual harassment or anything along those lines. You want your members to feel safe. Um, I never was actually removed after I was DNH. So in the time that I was DNH, I was still a member of the server. I was able to participate in conversations and the voice chats and different text chats. There was also a bunch of open door uh, conversations about the incident that happened. And I answered questions to those who had them privately and was able to attend a lot of these conversations as a, like a guest or a viewer. And it kept going on and on. It was kept being brought up by different people with different perspectives. Apparently, there was a lot of complaints or concerns about how this all went down. And I think ultimately they felt that they made a mistake and went back and corrected it. Okay. So... They corrected their mistake. Yes. In my mind, they did anyways. I don't know what happens behind closed doors at this point. It's no longer my uh, my realm. But I'm assuming from my point of view how this all went down that they felt it was a mistake to go ahead and DNH all these people, especially those who sat on the board and didn't have any priors or weren't ever problems in the community before. And it was an unfair um, response to what happened. So they DNHed board members. Yes. Yeah, so the whole list of people who got DNH, to my knowledge, and I might be wrong, was myself, the executive director, um, Ice Spot Seven, who was kind of my second in command, who had retired just shortly before being DNH'd, KSI Ronald Seven, who was a elected board member and the division leader of our PlayStation division, uh, a member by the name of KSI Noob Seven, who was a co-founder when he was originally removed from the community. Uh, KSI Micro, who was a general, and a few lower-level members who um, most people wouldn't be familiar with. But we were all in a, of the same friends group. We kind of came up on the same games together, on the PlayStation platform together. Um, and instead of trying to separate who did what, who did this, they just decided to flat DNH all of us. And then, I guess a week later, all of Who's those there? DNH were... I would imagine the people who have the ability to create a DNH, which for those who don't know.com, that would be the executive director, the ops director, the creators of KSI are the only ones who have the power to uh, DNH and remove that way. Wow. So who became the executive director after you stepped down? So after I stepped down um, and was DNH subsequently, the person who took over the executive director's position based on majority vote was KSI Carrot 7 and the operations director role by popular vote was also KSI Aries 7. 
And doesn't Karen hold another title over there? Yes, he is a creator of KSI as well. And I believe he vacated that creator status to go into the executive director status. But again, I don't know for sure. I haven't really been paying attention. Now he's a creator of KSI. Is that a, is that, that's okay. Cause we've had a couple of the actual creators on here. What? So to clear, to clarify, um, we made it a rank again in KSI for like kind of individuals who have become a, like a builder within the community or someone who's hold, held a position long time in KSI, and we want to kind of honor them for that, but it also comes with a, a marginal amount of responsibility. Um, the way we formulated the board was that a creator is not more powerful than the board. So there's obviously situations where if a creator was stepping on a line, the board can vote to remove them from their status, just like any other board position. Um, however, obviously, the... Um, the perception of the word creator kind of creates this double standard in some ways or like a different kind of feel to it. So I see where there might be confusion or where members might kind of look at them as the overarching authority of the community. So uh, now because Carrot hasn't done anything or, or really been there for a long time, he bought his way into that rank, correct? Um, I can uh, say not anything here or there about that. I have no idea. Oh, uh, this is getting spicy now. <laughs> uh, again, I, I maintain that I won't speak for things I don't know about, so I'm not going to just start putting out a false narrative, especially just. You, you heard it here, folks. Karen <laughs> bought his rank per victory with the K. Paul. Wow. <laughs> hey, that's some rape shit right there. That's gaslighting, and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> oh, no. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated um, quickly. Yeah. Oh out. my god. Uh, exactly what happened. Terrico. Terrico oh, paid no. his way too. <laughs> so now, we're using <laughs> terms that unlimited uses. I don't like it. Gaslighting. I hate it here. <laughs> it's unlimited. <laughs> it's unlimited gaslighting. Yes, that's exactly what it is right there. <laughs> so, all right, I can't get you to confirm that. Carrot bought his way into his brain. <laughs> I will not confirm that because I simply do not know. So when JT uh, let you guys almost lose your domain name and website, Carrot stepped in and paid for it. And then he was promoted. Is that true? Uh, no. Um, so when we almost lost the domain name, um, members stepped up and donated for us to pay that bill. Uh, which the board at the time did not agree with that decision because we felt we could have just put the money in to pay for it and that was it and that would have been done. Why, why did uh, why did you guys almost lose the domain? Um, the server costs were backed up and the main domain was not backed up properly. Um, and instead of like worrying about the consequences of trying to like pull the server or look for a way to back up, we just simply paid the bill. Um, as best as we could and then continued on with a new payment cycle again this is from my knowledge i don't want to say it's fact but this is how i perceived the situation with the information i had yeah well i mean they identify themselves by that website wouldn't i mean it doesn't make sense to me why they wouldn't protect it you know what i mean no for sure like the if you look at it and that was to happen again i would feel it's negligence if anything Mm. I mean, somebody could be a real asshole and say, like, I throw a date out here, like, November the 9th at midnight 2020. That domain came up for sale again. 
or renewal. Somebody could jump on that, right? Oh, yeah. It's just like anything. Like right now, the trademark for KSI Global Gaming uh, Network was it was originally owned by .org. That trademark expired and no one ever renewed it. So technically, that's out yeah. there to be purchased. Yeah. Oh, this is like some Cajun seasoning. It's getting mm. spicy. <laughs> Um, okay. If you could go back and change anything you said on the previous podcast, what would you change? She didn't um, say much. Well, yeah, <laughs> political speak. I don't. Again, I really wouldn't change. What I said uh, at the time what I was saying was what I felt was best for the situation. Um, I'm not here to kind of like change or correct my behaviors from the past or how I've presented myself. Um, I'm a different person than I was a few months ago, um, whether that's from enlightenment of information, being in a different environment, or just simply growing as a person. Um, I'm not too worried about it. Um, I'm not going to sit here and delete things in the past. I'm not going to sit here and try to pretend like things didn't happen either. So I'll just kind of look at it and be like, at the time, I felt that was the right thing to say. All right. Let's that's a really this is a dating answer, profile. Sure. If you were going to take me on one date as our first date, where would you take me? <laughs> well, see... Here's the thing. I don't think you and I share the same interests. And there's nothing wrong with that. So I'd probably take you to, like, an amateur wrestling match that's, like, held in some underground, like, fucking bar where there's just blood and violence everywhere because I feel like you dig it. I'm totally down with that as long as you don't take me to that KSI Hall of Fame inductee ceremony. That was terrible. Oof. oof. <laughs> that uh, was brutal. It could have been better, but it was the first one. So, like, well, again, when they do it again. were definitely excess in Hydra. Honestly, it was pretty half and half because we were hosting on two different platforms. So was the Twitch was more Access and Hydra, and then the other one was YouTube. We just used the YouTube oh, broadcast. The that was more KSI people. So it ended up leveling out at the end of the day. How many watched on YouTube? Um, I think it was 55. Impressive. Yeah, it was, it was pretty That's impressive right. considering. All right. And this is something since y'all brought that up. I've spoken to both of I've said this to both of you privately, so I know you've had time to think about it. But remember when I said that from an outsider's perspective, and I've never been in KSI, but but the statement that Aries made during the induction uh, ceremony when she was talking about her Hall of Fame status and how she must have done something right because she hadn't made anyone mad enough to remove her from the Hall of Fame yet. Mm -hmm. Do you guys realize how fucked up that sounds that even though you worked, the body of work was there that got you in that position. You had done everything required. Your peers felt like you deserved to be there. If you piss someone off, they'll just write you out of their history. Well, yeah, I mean, when you take the, the comment and just look at it as a standalone statement, it's kind of fucked up. Um, I guess in context, it was kind of a joke. And yeah, haha, funny, funny for those who are in the loop. But yeah, if I was just some some guy that tuned into this because I'm a member in Excess or Hydra and I had heard all the stories about KSI and then watched that, I would have kind of sat through and like, that's really strange because it makes me wonder if people are being removed from the Hall of Fame. Now, from well, they are. I mean, you guys added Big BT back to the Hall of Fame that night. Yeah, so all of those people that we added to the list were people that were on the docket to be added. And those people were going to be sworn in during whatever ceremony they had, usually at the end of the year, right? So a lot of these people get sworn in before the holidays start. That's how the Hall of Fame used to work. So all of them were at or like not added to the list, but their intention to be added to the list when it came up for a ceremony or for end of year kind of awards and so on. 
And then obviously regime changes happen or people leave and come and go and there's splits that happened in the middle of the year, the early part of the year, and then new leadership's in charge and they just ignore it or they weren't aware of it. So a lot of this was going back into the archives like, okay, leader of this area at this time said that this person should be in the Hall of Fame. People agreed to it. As far as we were concerned, that was they were going to be in the Hall of Fame. But it never gets to that point when all of those people are either gone or removed from their roles or join another community. So that was just us looking at the backlog and being like, they were supposed to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, it wasn't a matter of them being removed from the Hall of Fame previously or that they weren't going to ever be there. It was just we wanted to verify that that's actually what happened. We found all of that information on the forums and then asking previous leaders from the past iterations of KSI. Yo, I'm not even going front, man. Like, my big perspective is like, I, I actually re listened to that podcast today of my chick with you, man. And like, a lot of the shit I said, like, I'm not going to like, you know, whatever. I just feel like a lot of the shit I said really was true. But like, I feel like your perspective at that time where you were at, it, like, I do agree it would have been virtually impossible for you to really like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel mm-hmm. like with time brought perspective and et cetera, like with me personally, like even in that, like it wasn't really me against you. It was more so like my anger was realistically like how I explained to you previously, like the lack of like accountability or the willingness to kind of like resolve these problems. And like, to me, the Hall of Fame was such a simple thing. Like if we rewind back to that moment, like the first few tweets that were coming out and et cetera, like, I want to reiterate that I personally didn't give a fuck. Like I've went 10 years, like without even, even once thinking about the hall of fame or thinking about any of that shit. My problem came from when like Callie and my peers and other people that actually know me, you know, brought my name up. I just felt like I received a lot of feedback and uh, commentary that was unnecessary from a people that just simply didn't know who the fuck I was to people that I honestly feel like i have accomplished more than like not only while in ksi but for the hobby as a whole and i just felt like a lot of those people just had an opinion where it was unneeded like to the point to where i i even told callie i'm like yo i wish y'all didn't bring me fucking up because i had no problem with not being on the hall of fame my problem was was the lack of like respect because i thought like you know like that was a long time ago people just don't remember you know it slipped through the fucking cracks whatever but it was after the fact that I received all this negative commentary and like criticism, quote unquote, almost when I feel like in our genre of communities cut from that KSI cloth, I feel like I'm one of the only groups that actually prospered from that terrible situation. Like the blacklist, which was, was terrible, still is, .org utilizes it, all these groups utilize it, and you know, kind of like endured all this nonsense and stood by KSI for a decade just to get shit on kind of upset me. And I just want to personally make sure you know that it totally had nothing to do with you as an individual. You know what I mean? Like you're cool as fuck. Like I even said, like after the podcast, I said like before, like I have no problems with you. I just feel like the brand that you were representing was not good. And that's why I'm, you know, it's, I'm stoked to have you like a part of like the whole KN thing. You know, Corey, that's bullshit. I told you after the podcast, Victory seems like a really good guy, like he's telling the truth, and you said, no, nah, fuck that. I did not say that. I said, he, I did not say that. You were lying. What was that shit he said? This is gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. I never said that. I said, fuck KSI, 
and victory might just be in KSR, so fuck him too. But anyways, <laughs> but look, man, like I, I'm glad to have you came in. I, I know game, dude. You know, fucking the whole excess shit. We got a lot of positive things that we're working on, dude. And I know that you're gonna do great shit, man, for real. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm kind of a glorified consultant right now while I figure out the the XS environment. It's a lot to take in to start, but I think it'll go well. Um, and a lot of the people in KN I kind of get along with. Um, I know a few of them from past iterations of KSI and just people I come across and the fact that I spent a lot of time developing relations with people in different communities. So it was just seemed like a natural yeah, fit. And KN has the baddest bitches. It's not, so... So, well, I'm gonna just leave it at that. I don't want to uh, commentate too oh. much yet. <laughs> so you've been uh, h- how long have you been K- NKN now? I think about a week. What's, um, uh, what's the most glaring difference that you've noticed just from an outsider asking that question between .com and KN? I think it's buying into the culture, um, and I don't have an answer as to why. Um, but my kind of theory is, is the people that they're bringing in um, now, they went through a massive rebuild this past year. As it was explained to me, they went down to one division with like 50-ish people. Now they're back around 800. A lot of the people they bring in, a lot of the people that are in leadership positions are a nice mix of new and old. And a lot of the members are either coming from gaming communities where they had a bad experience and this one offered at least some middle ground to start. Or you have a bunch of people who have never been in this genre of clans before. And so they don't have a perspective of this narrative that happens between all of the feuding areas, nor do they really have any concerns other than making where they are so much better than it ever could be. They want to leave this KN better than they found it. And that's the mentality that I see everywhere at every level. And it's very consistent no matter who I talk to. I mean, come from someone like, I'm actually in KN, like in a squad as well. And like I've like been with them since like the beginning. Uh, so the big perspective like of excess as a whole and everything else is really the exclusivity. Like you'll notice there's fewer walls blocking off, like, you know, the, these groups and so forth and so on. And just like the, inc- the inclusivity, like the big moves that, you know, were made and like ending a lot of the, the problematic things and toxicity and, you know, repairing some of the errors that, you know, the past taught us, you know, that we inherited essentially really, made it to where excess as a whole has prospered over the last like six months, you know, six to seven months, uh, especially tremendously, like, you know, not just KN, but you know, those things. And our stance, like in the culture, our morals and our like values and where we're trying to, you know, kind of evolution, like, you know, revolutionize things and kind of move things to like out of the darkness and kind of like not have these like walls. That's like, you know, keeping people apart it's really, in my honest opinion, what's really um, caused so much success across excess as a whole. Like, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, if, if you go into LDP, you'll see KN, TXO, uh, XGN, like, all these communities, like, communicating somewhere so on. You go on Twitter, you'll see KN, XGN, TXO, OTO, VGL, all these clans kind of, like, just interacting, liking, the friend groups kind of intertwine. Like, I'll join a party, and it's full of, like, KN and mixed with, like, all these random people. You'll see XDG pop in there, TSP. And I feel like just the inclusivity, it's really like a big movement, you know, like things are just popping. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're, you're, did you join the TSB Global? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a guest in there as hey, well. You, you ever look around in there? I do. I chat with a few people. I chat with Princess a lot. I talk to Taco a lot. Um, 
Uh, obviously, I talk to Callie a lot. He likes having debates in my DMs. You know, Callie, <laughs> you got to answer my last one. But that's that's his style, and I, and I don't mind that. And I have, I feel like I have the mental capacity to continue to have those debates with him, even if sometimes I feel like it's way over my head sometimes. Yeah, it's but, fine. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, you know, Callie is very, um, he's kind of the person who takes like that motivational speakers like stance and has very like wants to offer wisdom. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes I'm like, you're like an eight and I need you to be like a four. Like it's like 6am I'm drinking my morning coffee. I'm like, I don't have like the mental capacity to talk about like the, the feuding of clans and where the future of the communities are going. Um, yeah. Like I got like money to make, I gotta go to work. I got a fucking sports league to, to run. Like I need to focus on the, the big things first. So you you've you've been uh, looking around the TSB global. So, what anything in there surprise you? Or not really? Yeah, it was kind of what I expected. I feel it was like a, just a friendly community. And again, as a guest, I can only see so much. So there are probably things that I can't see that might exceed my expectations. But in my entire time in KSI, I was never a leader until recently, like in the last three four years, where I really kind of stepped up. And in that time, I did have relationships with people in and out of blacklisted clans when I probably shouldn't have because of blacklist. I've never had the bias when it came to the feuds because I was never involved. And so when I came into the narrative as a leader, I'm like, well, I'm coming into a PlayStation build that has literally nothing to do with Xbox. All of the feuds at that time were on Xbox. I'm like, well, I'm kind of in KSI, but I'm my own clan. So I got to kind of get out of that echo chamber and just have a new experience. So I never had this bias to begin with. I never really had a problem with TSB or Hydra or XS. I looked at the different brands and saw like potential. I saw opportunities to make relations, have community events, build brands from a marketing standpoint, um, even if the narrative above me didn't agree with it. So I never really bought into it because I just saw that there was opportunity versus holding on to the past. Yeah, there, there are a lot of misconceptions about excess hydra you know all these things so i like to dispel those when i get an opportunity of course i don't know hydra events is where it's at yeah she'll not give me access so i can join some yeah for sure <laughs> yeah she she can do it uh sweet do, do guests have access to do they see the events that's, in, in tsb that's what i was gonna ask him if he could see it so if I go into the server, what I can see is the join leave, the guests, one voice chat, and I think role request as well. And I think it's just because the guests role wasn't really like it was set up to just bring some people into chat. I don't know if it was like ever expanded upon at that point. That's really what it kind of looks like to me. Yeah, we'll get we'll get that expanded where you can see the events and stuff like yes, that. Yes, we have yeah, no worries, we're no a mystery event next week, actually. Ooh, it, like 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 mafia, like old fashioned mafia on forums mm -hmm. and stuff. Oh, I'm down. Sign me up. I have to hear about this fucking murder mystery <laughs> shit again. Swear <laughs> to God. Uh, Landry, you're talking my language. I'm I'm so down. For sure. Um, so do you yeah. do you have any regrets being so loyal to KSI, or do you just kind of take it as a learning opportunity? Well, everything's a learning opportunity. I'm not going to regret my royalty to a brand because the brand that I got to know was one that I helped build. Uh, very much that was different from what I had experienced in the past. Even if there's still hurdles to overcome, I do feel like in my time in KSI, I was a part of a large culture change, even if certain individuals didn't necessarily go on board. But I feel like a lot of the members bought into that culture change and it was just trying to get past the legacy that is left for them. And that was the biggest hurdle. Um, even if we didn't have that legacy, if we were not KSI and we were some other group, I don't think there would be any problem with us or the people in charge if we weren't KSI. And I think it's just because the name has been slandered so much, it's really hard to 
to build off that. And the fact that there's still a .com and a .org bugs the shit yeah. out of me. Um, it was kind of my mission to get rid of one or the other and just have one. Um, you know, look at their leadership positions in both and find a compromise for everyone and just kind of make it a new brand. Like a rebranding of KSI is a one thing again. And that was my kind of goal when I was leading the brand. Uh, obviously, guys, that's uh, not the case anymore. Were y'all, were y'all in talks to merge the two? Um, we never got to that point, but we did open up lines of communication and started, hey, maybe we should start doing some events. Maybe we should start looking into members that are like going from .org to .com and, and just open the relationship a little bit. We had some initial talks, um, but we never got beyond that. And I think it's just because they got their own shit going on. Obviously, if I look on Twitter, I can see why. Um, and then you and I have had conversation about like true number status and how active their clan ops is and where it's not active, how long it takes to join the community. And I think they just have so many struggles to overcome before that was even realistic and i do feel like a lot of them um take pride in their positions and there's no uh, no blame in that but it comes down to i don't think they'd be able to see past a lot of the mistakes of the past and they would be kind of replicating them going forward and i was a little worried that that might be the case for dot com if they got too close with dot org without a merge on the table did you did you test my theory about joining no i didn't i never got around to it obviously some things came up but i might do it again just to see yeah, it takes uh, it takes like two weeks to get in that clan when you get on their website and fill out. All. Oh, well, man, like even dot com, like when you go on the website now to dot com and you do like a new member registration, it pings all of our recruiters in the Discord and they're in within twenty four hours. And that's like full like inquiries. If they're in TSP, we go reach out to someone like Ivy, or if they're in other clans, we'll reach out to them and like and just be open and transparent. But it's less than twenty four hours, and that's including a vetting process. That's pretty simple. Yeah, you're talking to somebody that has somewhere around. Between 25 and 50 people inside that clan, and I'm telling you right now, we're the most active people they have. <laughs> well, you know, TSB propping up dead clans since 2008. <laughs> they have they have divisions that have 400 people in the Discord, and it go it'll, it'll go 72 hours without anyone speaking in the general chat. Damn, that's um that's pretty sad. Um, like fuck, even dot com probably has more guests than they have members, and all of our fluffed members now in, in dot com. Well, I say us, I really shouldn't, but in dot com, all fluffed members are not removed from the server anymore. We give them the opportunity to stick around and enjoy like a fairly decent environment with an LFG access to squad events and stuff if they so choose. But there's probably like two or three hundred people that are maybe not active, but they were fluffed and they have the opportunity to come back. And now they have that like tool if they would like to come back into clan ops or get involved in something else. It's there for them. Yeah. And they choose to leave, it's up to them. You and I talked about that. That's a role that I created in TSB not long ago, you know, a casual role for people that don't want to be in the grind of clan ops, you know, but don't want to leave the clan. Like, I, I'm a firm believer in, uh, you know, rank is a reward for doing clan ops work. Mm -hmm. Membership does not require that kind of grind. You know, if you want to be for a sure. member, I want you to be a member. I want you to have access to... You know, this, the media events, the, the you know, everything that we do, I want you to have full access to that. That's, I don't feel like you're required to do a whole bunch of recruiting, holding, you know, hosting workshops and game nights and like that just to be a member. You know, I, I mean, if you want to rock the name, I have people that rock the name for over a decade now, bro, that have never been to a workshop and they're doing just fine. And they'll be members exactly. for life. And Obviously, that's, and that's, that's the best thing. That's the hardest thing to tell some of these, you know, because you have people who enjoy the grind of working their way up the ranks and you have people that don't. They just want to be members and hang out with a friend group. 
and you should be. Able oh, to absolutely. Um, well, like, even if you look at other Discord servers, especially when they're based around games, because um, people are always going to be looking for game. Um, the biggest one I always look at something for console right now is Destiny. Um, the Destiny franchise has a lot of content that requires team play. They have in-game clans. Now, a lot of these servers based around that game will just have 10,000 people playing that game, and if they're in a clan or not, they'll always have people to access. So why not make use of exposure like that to that level within the communities? Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, um, all right, spicy question. Yeah. Oh, boy. Who ultimately knifed you in KSI? Oh, boy. Sorry, who, um, can you repeat the question? I think you cut out a little bit for me. Oh, who ultimately stabbed you in the back in KSI? Um, I honestly don't have an answer to that. Like some people who were upset with how I handled discipline on their behalf had shared some initial things. Um, and again, it was nothing that really would have affected me negatively for a long term, but I still decided to kill the narrative. And I've actually patched up with those people now going forward because we understand that obviously some heated tensions happened and we literally all got DNH and within an hour, we're all having a conversation about it and just clearing the air, um, mending broken bridges and just being like, look, it wasn't worth throwing away like a good relationship just because of some decisions that were made, which we both and on both sides of the fence. We feel we were just in. Um, beyond that, I suppose some more of the things that were said in private were revealed, but I don't know by who, and I can't even know, I don't even know who stabbed me in the back per se, but at this point, I, I think it's irrelevant. I've landed on my feet. Um, my DNH was reversed, uh, due to leadership feeling it was unjust to begin with. And I don't feel like I've lost anything of value here other than some time that I did put into KSI, which I plan to replicate what I was doing in other places. So at the end of the day. All of it's irrelevant. I have no hard feelings. You can say, Miss Ari. I won't judge you. <laughs> Actually, no. It was one of the. She was one of the people who kind of stood up for me. So much love and appreciation. All right, you can say JT. We won't judge you. <laughs> I, I can't say whether or not it was JT because I don't know. Things happen behind JT, closed doors that I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stop trying to. No, no. You know what? It was. It was no, no. It was Ray because apparently someone tried to steal her taxes and it was probably Which personality. Which one? Oof. I don't know. Let's just, you know, you know, you just take one of the, the Wheel of Fortune and just put into different personality names and just spin the wheel. Vanda, I would like a consonant for gaslighting. Have you ever had a conversation with that girl? Um, outside of the kind of Twitter talks, I had one conversation when it came to the, what was it, the clan, the gathering server when it was taken over and turned into an unlimited server. Yeah. I had a conversation about, like, possibly setting up events in this server because I just assumed it was going to be that and she just kind of shut me down. I'm like, well, that seems kind of bitchy, but I'm going to just let it go. Yeah, consider yourself lucky. Is that I feel like I dodged a lot of bullets. Really Is that why you stole her taxes? <gasps> Breaking Oof. news. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> See, here's the thing, too. I don't even think I could do that. I live in a different country. I have to deal with a different revenue agency and I, have, I don't even know how to do my own fucking taxes, let alone steal someone else's. Yeah. Well, I legit don't even ability to steal taxes but you see what Can she you says imagine to be like going through the trouble of stealing someone's taxes and then putting your own address on it as she claimed like why <laughs> if you're gonna like that's the ultimate flex yeah. though like could you imagine you know enough about the irs to defraud the government get away with it and steal some pitiful amount from an individual like that's the right. ultimate flex forget dosing we're gonna start stealing people's tax information yeah like damn mm -hmm. yeah 
Listen, I'm just I I won't. Ever since I've been hanging out oh, with y'all, no. <laughs> hang. It, I I man, my house gets swatted. I get fucking DDoS all the time because Corey gets on this podcast, dude, and he gets fucking his father's no shit. Bro. Dixie done said like twenty things I could have done wrecked his ass on, but I ain't saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same side now. Come on, you can't yeah, do that. So. Fuck Miss Aries. This is sponsored by Mr. Action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would like to talk about how he's got the window unit stolen out of my fucking double wide. He's got me on a leash, All folks. This... I can't say nothing no more. <laughs> my fucking snake skin boots have done been stolen. I, I mean, I just Ooh. I've been looking for them. That's a rough, it's a rough go. Listen, he got into a fucking Rodney down at Save a Lot over some goddamn hamburger patties, and this is it was a fucking value pack. There was a very good value, and it's the last box, bro. It's a goddamn pandemic outside. See, I can't. Work up. I swear, you said you weren't gonna bring it up. Mm. You are bringing shit up again. He said it was a value pack. He takes that shit serious. It was a value pack. There was goddamn 42. It's only <laughs> 34. It's 42 in this pack. The price stayed the same. That's a lot of extra hamburgers. Well, just saying, I'm paying the price for you getting that fucking value right, pack. Well. It'd been cheaper. I could have paid wholesale and got you every fucking thing you wanted. Well, that I, well, I didn't see you ass stepping up the fish. You just bought the ground beef twice as much, I same price. Man. You're just banging for the service I have. I'm going to form it for you. <laughs> Beyond me. Do we have any more questions? I have yes. one question left on there, and it's spicy. Oh, boy. Okay, oh, no. Um, Which I don't know if you're going to admit to it or going to actually answer, but in your opinion, who is the most toxic person in KSI? The most toxic person? Jesus. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Um, there's no one individual that's more or less toxic than anyone. I think that's the same for every clan. However, there are those individuals who cross so many lines. And I think the person who like, who I've seen cross the line way too many times. Oh, actually, no, I'm going to go with a different answer. I have a different answer. The most toxic person I ever met in KSI was KSI Security 7. And this motherfucker, <laughs> I don't even know where to start with him. He... Yeah originally was removed from the community for stolen valor, which when he came back disproved enough for like, okay, we're going to give you one shot to like not fuck this up. And, you know, he started working into the community. He was a bit toxic with how he dealt with people. He wasn't really good with the squad ops. He was involved with education where he was, he had a very holier than thou attitude. And that in and of itself isn't the problem. The problem was, is eventually it came to a head where we had a police report sent to us of this man impersonating a an army cadet going to people's homes and trying to do an educational reach out program with their children to which we found out after he was not in the military at the time and he was just knocking on random people's doors to talk to what? and so we removed Ooh, that's mm, mm, mm. And again <laughs> like it's it's the police report just mentions that he was there in a capacity of stolen valor talking to kids i don't like we don't have any evidence that anything inappropriate beyond that happened but that in and of itself is inappropriate on multiple levels and that to me is the most toxic person i've ever met in ksi not necessarily because of their attitude how they held themselves that in and of itself was not a a big issue it was a small one but it's what they did outside of ksi and then lied about doing it 
And that's what to me is more toxic than anything. I could have people calling me the N word in parties and KSI. I could have people like trying to blackmail me. That's not as toxic as what that man did. What did you do with the information you had on that man? Uh, we simply removed him from the community and explained in basic detail that there was some very inappropriate behavior and I wasn't going to like put him on blast, but I don't even care anymore. Uh, we didn't really do anything with the information. We just removed him and just simply refused to acknowledge that he existed. I, we didn't want anything to do with it. But now that I'm no longer there, I just, I keep like, ugh. Oh, victory's going to swat his clothes and shit. So you guys, you guys didn't send that information to any clans? Um, we mentioned it to some people when they brought it up, but like there was a smaller clan that I guess he tried to join and they asked us about him. I'm like, man, he was like accused of stolen valor and some inappropriate behavior. I don't recommend joining. And I don't even remember the clan name. I don't even think they exist anymore. They hit their like three month fame and then disappeared. Yeah. Somebody over there passed that information to TSB. I'm not surprised. Not surprised. It's probably for the best. Um, again, I wasn't in charge at the time, so I didn't feel it was my place to pass the information, but who was in charge probably felt it was necessary to pass it along. But not my place at the point in time, so I wasn't going to touch the issue. Okay, I feel like you, you danced around the question. That guy is just a fucking sicko. Who's the most toxic person in KSI right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, it's... Here's the thing, like when you look at toxicity as a concept, like there are people who are toxic in game. Then there are people who are toxic with other people about the community itself or rank or whatever. And I'm not going to put my finger on one individual. There are multiple individuals who I'm not going to sit here and expose. I don't, I don't think it's worth it. I don't want to like, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. I don't want it to seem like I'm targeting people, but there are definitely multiple individuals who have a toxic personality to them that hinders the community's growth. Look here, man. Um, you can say Carrot's name. It's not Carrot. Honestly, <laughs> if anything, Carrot's one of the least toxic people in the community from a public face point because he ensures that like he presents himself in this particular way. And I respect that. Um, even if people don't agree with it, and I respect him as a person. Um, but again, because of how my KSI time ended, I don't think I would work with him in KSI in any capacity because of that, not because of him in person. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I say, I say things about Carrot, but I, I don't know Carrot. I know what I've heard, you know? So I try not to judge him. I, I, and obviously when we say fuck KSI or whatever, you know, I mean, we, I understand that a lot of people in KSI are good people, you know? It's just that I, I you meant, you touched on it earlier. Do you think the KSI name can be saved at this point? Um, if we take the, or if the necessary steps are taken to make it one brand, um, with one direction and one vision, and, and I would say market themselves properly. Absolutely. And I think they're attempting to make the steps to do that. If it succeeds, great. If not, then, I mean, it's not a huge surprise, but it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of kind of personal sacrifice and kind of taking the same behaviors I did, which was take the blame for the people that came before me. Cause I have to represent that. Um, I had to represent the the KSI's slandered image and just own it and do what I had to do to to show that me a leader as a leader as someone to reach out to is uh, trustworthy and forthwith individual. And regardless of how other people have slandered the name and or have ruined the name, I have to be better than that. And now, I think that leaders will have to do the same. I, I really like the fact that you. That's one thing you pointed out is that you you do realize that those leaders over there. And they may not have the same mindset you did, but you had no problem 
taking responsibility for mistakes that older leaders have made. Well, that's and, what being a leader is all about. And you have bro, to this episode so because those things, bro, I can't talk shit. I just want to talk so much shit. <laughs> I can't, man. Sorry, man. We gotta shut that narrative down so that you know we can all grow and change, and hopefully one day all this yeah. gets buried. And, and I will we be just getting all say. these shitty texts from people talking about what an asshole you are on the podcast, buddy. Corey. I can't even talk shit. He's literally in one of fucking the clans that I represent. He's fucking. I can't. I can't. I don't know what to do. So let's uh let's wrap this up, guys. <laughs> Wow. Okay, fine. We can't have a friendly I, podcast. Corey shuts his shit down. He, yeah, he, he cannot <laughs> handle the fact that he hasn't answered one question for you this time. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you for coming, Victory with a K. And um, thank you guys for listening. Do you guys have anything else to say uh, before we close it out? Yeah, welcome to the to the good, good side, to yep. the light, Victory. Glad I feel enlightened. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Oh my god! Demanding. The, the I still com- got to post on the forums first. Oh man. The comment that you made on Twitter that day, my daughter and I, Landry, we still laugh at when you said, "Hey, it could be worse. We could be unlimited." That I killed fucking... me. Oh my god, that killed hey, me. You got, you got, you got to play to the narrative that's out there, and you got to make it you fun. Did it really or else, well. what's the point? That was a really funny comment. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I got more comment. Don't worry. <laughs> Word and and now that you're you know playing for the home team, uh, we can we can engage in friendly banner and and uh, I'm going I'm going to uh, have Landry set it get it set up where uh, visitors can see the events in the global chat too, so that you guys can hop in there. Yes, for sure, because we have some really fun events. Oh, I can't wait! It'll be so much fun. All right. Well, thank yeah. you guys for listening. Thank you for coming again, Victory. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode of the yeah. Creators Corner. Corey, thank you for not showing your ass. Boy, <laughs> fuck Kansas. <laughs> fuck Kansas. <laughs> fuck all them fools. Mr. Exxon, the fuck out. You know what the fuck going on, Rover Peace. <laughs> oh, and my. Victory pleads the fact. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>